You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, A.G. Andrews of jaysfromthecouch.com, back with you Still surviving as best we can through, you know, all this that we got going on. I I hope you're surviving as well. It's it's a tough road, but hopefully we can keep pulling us off as best we can. And I know we can keep pulling this off as best we can thanks to our sponsors at Built Bar, proud sponsor of this podcast. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, and you get 10% off your first order. So thanks to them for, for helping with that. Um, yeah, I, I have a specific topic that I want to talk about today, and it's relevant uh, if you are following media in Canada uh, because... The latest Blue Jay to actually come out and say some things to the national network that owns the Toronto Blue Jays is a player who's been kind of on, on the lips of people just for what he's brought to the team since arriving and what he could potentially bring to the team if given the chance. And that is closer Ken Giles. Now Giles talked to Hazel May of Sportsnet this week and said he would love to stick around in Toronto and try and help the team build on what it seems to have in its young talent. First of all, obviously he's going to say that. He's still a member of the team. He's still employed in Toronto. Of course he's going to say, yes, I want to stay in Toronto. That sounds like a great idea. But obviously the whole thing is with Giles that if he wasn't hurt last year at at the most convenient time in July, it is very possible Ken Giles is waiting out uh, this freeze in, in the season with another team because it was widely thought that the Blue Jays were going to ship him out because what use does a team in the 95-win range have for an elite closer? And we debated this, actually, last year. Or, I debated it. Just because I know what I think the Blue Jays should do. I mean, I've been very adamant about that. That Ken Giles is still young enough as a closer that there is no reason to believe that Giles would not be able to contribute to this team when it starts getting into its window. Now... Same thing for Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman ended up getting dealt at last year's deadline to the Mets. Probably for the best, honestly. Aaron Sanchez did not say that about Aaron Sanchez. There was... there. It, it, you, you just start running out of patience with people very quickly. And, and Aaron Sanchez kind of hit that level of just exasperation. Much like I did with Derek Fisher. 
But that's a whole other tangent. Anyway. It worked out for the Blue Jays in that Giles stayed put in Toronto. And what resulted was one of his best seasons uh, since his rookie uh, his rookie campaign with Philadelphia. Um, he ended up with a 187 ERA over 53 games, got 23 saves because there weren't a lot of save opportunities with this Toronto team. Had a whip of one, which is pretty good. Had a K-9 ratio of 14.1. He, he was clearly at the peak of his powers, something that hadn't been seen since 2015 with Philadelphia when he appeared in 69 games with a 180 ERA and a strikeout-to-walk ratio of 11... Well, the strikeout-to-walk ratio is 3.48. The K-9 ratio, 11.2. So... It, it appeared to be found money with Ken Giles. He had he had the bounce back season that the team wanted to see after he came over from that garbage organization that employs garbage people and who picked up a garbage person in this deal. So it it made sense to weigh what Toronto could get in a trade versus what Giles could provide. But now that we're on the other side of it. Now that we're closer to seeing this team compete, it makes a lot more sense to actually keep Giles now than it did last season when the Blue Jays were looking at him and and just trying to determine what they wanted to do with him. And you I I know I know the risk with a guy like Giles, who's twenty nine. He's in his age twenty nine season right now. You're you're wondering when the shoe's going to drop and he's not going to be as effective because it happens with all closers. There There is a shelf life on closers in the major leagues that is akin to that of running backs in the NFL. And, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll find someone who's dominant for like two decades. Sadly, the Blue Jays had to face one of those in Mariano Rivera. But... The Blue Jays haven't had a lot of luck in keeping guys in that role. They've they've churned pretty consistently. I mean, you think about the guys who have held the role the longest. It's probably guys like Billy Koch, um, Tom Henke, Dwayne Ward, and he, like B.J. Ryan might be number four. That's that's kind of bad. Like we're we're not even getting into the realms of the Cliff Polites and the Aquilino Lopez's of the world, which I, uh, Scott Downs, we hardly knew you. So when you look at what Giles has done in Toronto over the past year and a half of his career, seventy-four games, he's had two forty-eight ERA. He's had 105 strikeouts. He's only given up nine home runs as a Blue Jay. Single digits. And again, you, you look at that. You you. It's hard to remember the last time the Blue Jays have had that dominant of a back-end option. It might be back to Henke and, and Ward. The last time they had a closer who actually struck fear into the hearts of opponents 
And that that is something that's nice to have a young team, just knowing that, you know, when you get to that, that crunch time, you're not going to have to go back out there to try and reclaim a lead because your closer couldn't handle it. And if Giles is up to the task, I am more than willing to let him stay. And not just for for the reasons that I like Ken Giles and I want Ken Giles to stay in Toronto. It actually makes sense from a couple other perspectives as well. It makes just as much sense as you getting your hands on some belt bars because Built Bars are the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and come in 16 amazing flavors. I had coconut almond earlier today. It was really good, but I understand that it's only really good to people who really, really like coconut. So you will totally be forgiven if you don't actually want to do that. But yeah, the the Built Bars are delicious they're low in fat they're low in sugar like they're they're so much healthier compared to a cliff bar and you get the same amount of fiber and protein and if you go to builtbar.com and enter the promo code locked on you get 10 percent off your first order and you know you can you can order that multi-box and get like 18 bars of all the different flavors to your door so you can just have a different one whenever you want it's it's actually pretty good I like having that variety in my life. Or you can pick all the same flavor. Your choice. You just got to go to BuiltBar.com, enter that promo code locked on, and get your $10 off on Built Bars, and just enjoy. This podcast is also brought to you by the audiobook edition of 24 Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid. Um... Fun fact, this week, Willie Mays actually played his first MLB game. And in this reflective and inspirational memoir, he shares the inspirations and influences responsible for guiding him on and off the field. He's the greatest all-around player in history. It, it's, it's really hard to argue just the defense and the speed and the hitting. He's so good. And Willie Mays offers people of all ages all of experience in meeting challenges with positivity, integrity, and triumph. I think it's something we all need right now. Uh, Bob Costas does the foreword on it, and there's a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and his co-offer, John Shea. So whether you miss seeing your favorite players on the field this season or are looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, 24 is the inspiring story of one of the sports fans' favorite living legends. So buy the audiobook edition of 24 now wherever audiobooks are sold. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So, I said I had more reasons why Ken Giles should stay with the Blue Jays. And why don't I just go through them right now? First of all, Ken Giles is going to come cheaper than you think. And I know this because one of the luxuries of being the manager and general manager in a simulation that is going on, I get to offer contracts to whoever I want. Seriously, I've signed so many like minor league teenagers from like Latin America just to fill out the bottom of the roster. Like, I I I am single handedly driving the business in Dunedin with all the bodies coming into the minor league complex there. So. 
one of the things I wanted to do, obviously, was see if Ken Giles would be amenable to a contract extension or would I have to trade him. And the, like, obviously, this is a computer simulation. This isn't actually what Ken Giles would bring to the table, but the offer was reasonable. It was three years, um, about $39 million. He wants about $10 million a season, $11 million in the third year. And for a guy who's making about that this season, that is not a bad deal. I even added a team option year on the end when I sent it back to him. I added a fourth year with the option because why not? I would I would love to have the option of keeping him as long as possible. I think it worked out to, I think it was four years like $49 million with the team option. There's a there's a buyout clause on there because, of course, there's going to be a buyout. But, yeah, that is pretty, pretty comparable to what some of the top relievers in the major leagues are getting right now. And, and we've seen some stupid contracts handed out for, for not even closers. We're looking at relievers. And, you know, some of, some of the things they're signing just kind of blow, blow your mind. Like, like Will Smith just got a deal three years, $40 million, exact same deal. Is, is Will Smith better than, than Ken Giles? I don't think so. Drew Pomeranz paid, got a four-year deal for $34 million. <laughs> Again, doesn't really make sense. I, I, I can't really see it but again that's that's just that's just my my probably my holding Ken Giles above some of these other guys I mean I had the opportunity to to acquire Will Smith I didn't do it because I didn't want to take on that kind of money when I uh, I again had and ace closer already there. And and I got Craig Stannon, who's been good. But yeah, a, a $40 million deal puts Ken Giles about seventh in current contracts right now behind Jan- Kenley Jansen, Ian Kennedy, who doesn't count. Mark Melancon, Wade Davis, garbage person Aroldis Chapman, and Craig Kimbrell. Like, again, can you argue that Ken Giles isn't at least the equal of most of those names, especially the way like Jansen's been starting to go down at 32. A three-year deal for Giles would put him at that age 32 year. And if you want to start reevaluating after that, I'm all for it. But like, you're not going to find many better options other than that. If you're waiting to hit like free agency, I know we talked about this recently um, about, trying to be patient and waiting for these guys to come to the Blue Jays in free agency when they can just kind of, you know, go a little overboard and spend whatever money they want. But if you look at the free agents that are potentially available next year, because, I mean, you'd have to replace Ken Giles immediately. I, no offense, but I don't think Jordan Romano is going to rise up and take that closer role. If you look at who's available, it's Ian Kennedy, it's Mark Melancon, who are both 36 right now. David Robertson, who's coming off an injury. Dylan Batance is coming off an injury. Blake Trinan coming off a very ineffective season. 
Alex Colomay in Chicago, and Zach Britton. And Zach Britton, we remember what happened in his most famous pitching appearance at the Rogers Center. Oh, right, that didn't happen because Buck Walter left him in the bullpen and went with Ubaldo Jimenez. So that's exactly the kind of guy that you want to rely on. And, you know, again, you, you look further down, it's like Brad Hand, they have a club option on him in Cleveland. Kirby Yates is going to be 35. Like, Giles fits the window so much better than any of those other guys. So I I honestly don't know why there hasn't been more movement on that to try and secure Ken Giles long-term. I think it's a worthwhile investment to make. I'm not the only person who thinks so. And I think it's silly that the Blue Jays have gotten to this point and not gotten it done. So speaking of done... That's what we are with this episode. Just a reminder that if you want to follow along with the simulated season, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. Uh, You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, wherever you get podcasts, you can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. And... Follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. And now that we're done with this one, you can tell your smart device, hey, smart device, I know you have a name. I'm not using it because you're not paying me any money. But play Locked on MLB and you will get Locked on MLB with Sully and you will enjoy yourself because it's a good time over there. So check that out and we'll be back again, hopefully, uh, probably tomorrow, actually. All-Star voting is happening in this alternate universe that I'm in, and I would like to talk about something happy after the Astros just came in and fouled up the Rogers Center with their presence. Yes, it was cathartic to boo Jose Altuve, but Jordan Alvarez ruins everything. That's the lesson I learned from the past three days of fake baseball. Jordan Alvarez is a cheat code. So... Look forward to that and more discussions as that season progresses on. And until we talk again, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And y'all take care.